You're listening to the two dumb users. I'm hurt. Oh, my neck, my back, my neck and my back. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Yeah, welcome back to the show. This is the two dumb users episode 380. Uh, good morning, fellas. How you doing today? Mike Derpy. Oh, oh, I had to reset my iPhone today. I'm not a happy camper. You had to reset your iPhone. Why? What's that all about? Oh, my kid was playing with it and I fell asleep and it locked out and he locked the phone out. To oh. <laughs> where it was like a locked out for a while. <laughs> so my phone has been reset back to uh, May 31st. Luckily, there are no important messages on my phone, so I'm good. But other than that, I'm having a great morning. Derpy, how you doing, man? Another day closer to Steelers. I, I agree. I, I thought the same thing when I woke up this morning. I thought, all right, all right. And you know what's really cool about this week? We only There's five, five straight days of football. There's a Thursday night, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then a Monday night game this week. So once it gets started, it's, it's going to be a lot of football. Um, a few things we're going to talk about today. I, I got some. I got some good stuff here, guys. Let's t- first. We're going to talk about some injuries, some Steeler injuries. Go over a few things, and then we will. Uh, we'll, we'll do something fun. All right. Uh, Joey Porter back on the field yesterday at practice. Yes. Of course, yes, he's yes. nursing his left ankle. He's got a left ankle injury going on with Joey Porter Jr. Uh, things seem to be going well, and hopefully, if all goes well, we'll be seeing him this Saturday. Yeah, I think he'll be back out there. It was like what a precaution they were keeping him out. Yeah. Yeah, so better to play it smart this this, this time of the year. Uh, Ogan Joby, Larry Ogan Joby mm-hmm. was in a walking boot. Of course, he had, um, he had a turf toe injury last year. Yeah. And he had a surgery on it, and uh, I guess this is just minor. Yeah. He's going to be okay. That's, that's good. Yeah. And turf toast, no joke, man. That forced what Jack Lambert to retire. Yeah. Some players. Yeah, definitely. There's been players over time that's had non stopping, just nagging injury, you know, injury with that, that toe. And it just never really heals. Yeah. I remember Steve McNair, that was big with him, the quarterback mm-hmm. for the Titans back in the day. Uh, he had a lot of turf toe injuries. I don't remember if it uh, played into ending his career or whatnot, but I do remember he was, that was a big thing for him was the turf toe injury. That's a well, like when I first heard turf toe, like oh baby. Then I read about turf toe, like oh wow, okay, they're not babies. <laughs> yeah, it just sounds funny, you know. It does, it does. You think <laughs> your toe? Big guys, Come like, on, your toe. Big then you guy, realize yeah. how much weight you put on your toe. Uh, so Joey Porter, not too bad. He got the ankle, like I said, back on the field yesterday. Uh, Keanu Benton, just day to day with the ankle. Yeah, good news for him. Um, Chappelle Russell, another linebacker, was waived uh, yesterday. He, of course, uh, he took an injury the other night. He got injured, but a linebacker named Forrest Ryan, who was a former Indianapolis Colts linebacker, was signed in his spot. It's that time of the year that bottom part of the roster keeps churning and burning. Yeah. Players come and players go. That's, that's the sad part about, you know, guys like that, you know. If you get hurt, they're they're not gonna let you uh more or less like they're just gonna move along from you. Yeah, right. So I and you know, a lot of guys fall to this. I remember, you know, just over the years meeting people 
or hearing about people that had mm-hmm. you know such a promising career ahead of them in, in, in the NFL, any sport really, but the NFL specifically, were these guys you know that have all the talent in the world that could probably make and do good things. You you endure one injury, and especially this time of year, as Mike said, you, you're just going to get blown right out the bottom of the system. And um, and it's unfortunate. A lot of times these guys bounce around, they go to a few teams. They end out somewhere, play a little bit of special teams, and then all of a sudden they're done. You know what I mean? It's yep. it's, it's it's such a hard it's such a hard company to to work your way into, and that's why they say it's just the, the top one percent of the football players, uh, you know, of the millions. Yeah, you got to figure there's millions of kids across the land. I, I don't know the number, but you know, but only X amount make it to the pros and and do well, and uh, so it's it's unfortunate when you make it that far, and that's what it is that stops you is your injury. Yep. And unless you're like a top draft pick, man, they're gonna we're gonna just move on. Yeah. Uh, speaking, uh, now let's uh, Nick, uh, Nick Kwiatkowski from Bethel Park, still out with his shoulder. He's still on the team, but this one here is the one that got my attention. Both KZ and Keanu Neal are both practicing gingerly. Neil was on the field yesterday. Uh, KZ also participated lightly. So those are two encouraging things with a month, with 27 days left of the yeah. season. Uh, you know, so just, just kind of nurse these guys now and, and, and keep them healthy. Let's get to the season opener. And, and like the quote that I read from KZ, it sounded like it's like a coach's decision to uh, bring them, just ease them back into practice. Where I think those guys were, it sounded like they yeah. would be out there. And another take our time. thing is, I mean, you know, you know who your starters are yeah. for the most part. And you you're you're and you get an opportunity, you get an opportunity to check a lot of these other guys out. Yeah. When you when you know when these starters are, you know, when you're when you're preserving your starters. So, you know, it's it's not these aren't the worst things in the world. Yeah. It, it could be a lot worse. Um, Steelers are off today. They'll be back at practice tomorrow, Wednesday, Thursday. I believe they head, uh, they're not heading anywhere, but uh, the game, of yeah. course, is Saturday. Saturday evening, guys, preseason game two against the Buffalo Bills. The Bills, who last time we saw them, whew, against us, I don't want to talk about. But you got to remember two times ago <laughs> when we weren't supposed to beat them, when we beat them we, on we, opening we, day. Yeah. I, I'm not scared of them. I, I think that we could beat the Bills. I, I think that we could run with anybody at this point. I really honestly do. I think everything that we did in this offseason could, like I said, contribute to being a really competitive season. Um, we got we got a lot of good things going on in this team. Uh, you told me yesterday, Mike, that Herbig got injured, and I thought you meant Nick Herbig, and I almost went into complete shock. Oh, it was it was, it was Big Bro. It was Big Bro, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I. I... I, I read it real fast. As I on was, my way know. to the bridge to jump off. I, <laughs> one last look. Well, I was just scrolling through and I saw, I was like, oh, no, no. Then, you know, I didn't stop and check which which Herbig brother I was talking about. That's no offense to the to, to big brother oh, Herbig. No. <laughs> but, you know, you're, you're he's uh, more expendable. We have better depth on the O-line than we do yeah. on the outside linebacker. So I, I was glad to find that out. Yeah. I, I was kind of bummed. Yeah, but it was just, you know, just a little, it was not a major injury either way. But, you know, it, it's. Not good when it's the the outside linebacker Herbig, and I you know Nate and Nick Herbig. I'm gonna get them uh, yeah both confused throughout their entire tenure here. That's gonna be my that's my Yinzer moment right there. I can't tell the Herbigs apart. Um, 
Quan Alexander. Mm-hmm. Quan Alexander is actually in the running for one of the starting inside linebacker jobs. Coaches say he, he's been really, really showing up and uh, balling out, and he's competing for one of the top two jobs on the inside linebacker. You know, this is the kind of guy that I was looking for. When I was looking at a, at a the, the Edmonds, I knew he was already that guy. The Edmonds from um, Buffalo that we were looking at, the inside linebacker from the Eagles that we were talking about. We just needed some one of these quicker guys. That's not a it's not a traditional inside linebacker. Yeah, and and that's that's the kind of guy I'm looking at. And and he could, you know, he he's just so athletic and so talented. And you know, he could drop back and he could he could do so many things. Being this athletic kind of guy. Whether he starts or whether he doesn't, I don't know, but he's going to be a lot of fun to watch, Quan Alexander. It is, but like you know, if with him, you know, bounce around four teams four different years, it's that injury concern. Yeah, um, that's that's the only problem right there. That's why he he lasted this long in free agency. You know, he's yeah. looking like how he did what four years ago, five years ago when he was healthy, just as one of the better he inside was, what, linebackers. In San Francisco, in the he was. To the Jets organization, probably about yeah. three different teams, right? Yeah. So if you know if he stays healthy, this was a steal. But that's like the only that was like the major concern on him with it is how injury prone he's been the past handful of years. But you know if he can get past that, like Durfee said, you know he he he, it's a damn good inside backer, and you know if we can milk a year or two of them, you know tail end of his career is a great great signing by the con artist. I you know who do you it, think? Who do you think is going to be the big injury this year? There's always one. There's always one. One guy that goes and down. That's my you concern. To, that's and you got to go. Concern. You got to go the whole season without this person. I mean, there's a couple leading candidates, but um, I'm not going to jinx it by saying who we all think it's going to. You know, we all yeah. want to say that happened last year. I'm going to go with Clam. I think he, Clam. Clam for because for a while there, there's that time when him and two it like every other year it seemed like one would go down for a big stretch at a time. I, uh, I'm, I'm throwing. I would be okay with Clam going down. <laughs> I, I would. I mean, I, I would. Yeah, know, that big body is great to have on the inside. Well, like you, that, you but, seem to uh, get pushed around a lot by like by guards one on one at this stage of his career. Yeah, yeah. I think you know, some I, of these you, younger guys might come out and just outplay mm-hmm. Clam. Yeah. You know, you you got uh, Liel. You know, any of these guys on the defensive line that they're, they're chomping at the bit to get the opportunity. Mm-hmm. And somebody like Liel, I mean, this guy makes mad. I, I think he's he's really good on the on the, on the defensive mm-hmm. line. Also, some uh, who were we just talking about, um, Keanu Benton. So, I mean, I mean, it wouldn't probably probably wouldn't be the greatest loss ever. However, you know, he is a starter. He he does have the experience and he has the size. I'd like to see Clam come out and just have a great season. I mean, for from a couple of years we we really went to talk talk. We start started talking about him, you know, underperforming talking all the garbage and then coming out and just just not being the guy that he says he's gonna be and don't get me wrong he's doing all right but and you know i'd like to see him have a i'd like to see him have an all pro season mm-hmm. where he's uh not selected for his name or anything like this i would just like to see him have a dominant season where every game you're like wow this is the clam that we've been waiting for this is yeah. the clam that we wanted to see this is the clam that's the clam that i hope that we get this year i mean whether that happens or not i don't know but uh you know he, he, i would like to see that from cam me too. One of these years. Me, me too. Get back to the way he was God, like five, six years ago where like him and Tua would just dominate games to where they would, you know, they weren't getting beat one-on-one with like guards you never even heard of, you know, eat up those blockers and still get your, get your, 
put up your numbers. That's Cam's big thing. Oh, I still put up these numbers and I go down in the rankings. You're going to get your numbers the way our defense is designed now with three, four ends, you know. But he needs to get back to just controlling that line of scrimmage so that inside and outside backers can do their thing. He's very inconsistent, you know. You'll you'll see him like one play; he'll be chasing people all over the field, and that's why he's not in the backfield. And then you will see him get just get absolutely blown up play after play, game at you know games at a time where you're like you know. Well, have a couple tackles, but they're inconsequential. He really didn't control the line of scrimmage. It's like get back to what he was. He he's that guy that people say like Lev Bell was like the the distraction, the yapper, t- talking to the media. This guy always yaps to the media, barely backs it up on the field anymore. It's just you know swatted away. Oh, it's, it's Cam. He's great. He's the best. It's uh, he's a frustrating player. I used to be the biggest Cam Hayward fan. Even though no, he came weren't. from Ohio, no, I, I watched. There's I was, nothing about Cam Hayward that I think they would do uh, justify you being Tour, like I not only the biggest guys. fan, but just a fan. I was a big fan of Cam Hayward until like that Jacksonville Jaguars playoff game where him and Stephon Tua got destroyed, and he had the gall to talk after the media like he played a great game, and it was everyone else's fault. He's the me, me, me after we win and us after we lose type of guy. I just his inconsistency it, is what keeps him from being great. I would like yeah. to see a more dominant clam, a clam that just comes out from the beginning, and as you said, controls the line of scrimmage, yeah, makes noise, and everyone says, yeah, yeah that was a really great game clam played. Mm-hmm. And then when the next week came around, I'd like to see the same thing. Yeah. You know, if you're one of the best, it, it shouldn't matter who no. lines up in front of you. Because let me tell you what, it don't matter who they put or how many they put in front of Aaron Donald, he's still going to get his. Yeah. This is the player that clam claims to be. Mm-hmm. And this is the player that we want Clam to be, but Cam Hayward's inconsistency is what keeps him from being great from year to year. And you know, for what he is, he you know he's good. He's got a he's, he's a good uh, veteran with the size and in the middle. You know, and if you're not going to be one of the best or claim to be one of the best, I could accept that from yeah. Clam. But for Cam Hayward, he has to do he has to walk the walk after he talks to talk yeah. because he tells us all the time about how great he is. I, don't get me wrong, I like the guy. But you can't go on and on telling us all the time how great you are and then be inconsistent and just not be, uh, you know, productive in that sense where, again, it doesn't matter who they line up in front of Aaron Donald. He gets in there. He gets the quarterback. He gets his numbers. That's what Clam claims to be. That's what I want to see Cam Hayward be. Me too. I'm tired of seeing him in the past handful of years get just one not being able to beat one-on-one blocks anymore. Like, like, come on, you should be able to do that. You're used to be getting double teamed at that position. And then you get these guards that will block them 30 yards downfield sometimes. It, it, it's frustrating because you see, like, the flashes of his old self to where he can still dominate. You have those handful of games, those four or five games, where he gets those good, damn good good numbers that pad his stats at the end of the year. But you break it down over the long haul. You watch the games. He's not the player that he thinks he is and that the media and the fans think he is anymore. He, you know, when he flashes, he flashes. I mean, he pops if off he comes the screen out and, and you're like, the hell yeah. That like, we're talking about. Should, yeah. I'll, I'll peel back the clam name. I, I won't call him clam no more. He's a Me clam. Too. Me too. Right now he's been a clam. And if, if he goes and, and like I said, improves and becomes more consistent and does these <laughs> things that he says all off season long, then you know what? He's no longer clam. He's cam. He's back in the good graces. But you know what? I think that the fact that he gets on and he talks to, to the media and he talks and uh, does all these interviews, this is what keeps him in the in the in the good graces of Pittsburgh mm-hmm. Steelers fans. Oh yeah. 
you know, if he was a bad attitude or just didn't have that mm-hmm. personality, I nobody would put him in that category. I, I don't think I, because the thing is, you just don't see it. You don't see it week to week. Once you see it week to week, you then could carry that that with you. But uh, yeah, that's that's his that's his that's his thing. He's just not consistent in that sense. Is he a consistently good player? Yeah, he is consistently a good player. But to be that tackle that he says that he is, mm-hmm. we're only it's it's only him and Aaron Donald and everybody else for, straight from the horse's mouth. I mean, this isn't yeah. even making this up. Yeah, last preseason, it's me and Aaron Donald, and then there's everybody else. Show us that, please, please. Yeah. I, we want, we like, want to see that. Like I've never, I've never seen a more insecure Steeler in my life than this guy. Anytime yeah. there's like a phony baloney rating system coming out from like ESPN, uh, yeah. NFL Network, PFF, he is all over. Where am I? Where am I? How? Like, like, stop worrying about that stuff and oh, worry yeah. about getting by blockers. Like, that's stuff, that's stuff like you internalize and say amongst yourself or, or the team, you don't go out to the media and talk about it They're like a baby. If that was anyone else on the Steelers, if that was like Deontay Johnson, that was, you know, um, George Pickens, then people would be like, oh, these guys are divas and this is all they care about. But it's Cam. It's like, oh, yeah, he's totally disrespected. It's like, dude, calm down. Calm down. You know how many times Ben was left off of like top 10 list, top five list, top oh. three list of – for being a Hall of Famer, he was he, left off he of would just, ample. And he would just laugh and go, yeah, you know, it is what it is. And go out there and win Super Bowls, win big yep. games, put up gaudy numbers. No, just do it like that. Do it like that. Come on, kid. It, like, I want to be a fan of you again. I do. I do. I want to be a fan of you because you're a Pittsburgh Steeler, you know. Um, one, more, one more quick NFL note, and then we will move on. The Rams rookie quarterback Stenson Bennett, everybody knows this guy from Georgia. We laugh about him and joke on the show, but in the, his first preseason game, guys, he went 17 for 29, 191 yards and a touchdown. So there is this, this, this quarterback out of Georgia that nobody really expected anything from. And, you know, who knows who he faced, but those, those aren't bad numbers. Hey, you know, when, when he come out after being like, what, 14 years in college you see he's you know he he's got a lot of game experience behind him yeah but it, but a lot of these guys that had the extra it's a lot of it has to do with covid and you can't really pull that against these guys um but guys we do have something fun to do today oh god today we are going to talk about the predictions of the week because all the nfl games have been played i gotta tell you one of you guys did really well and the other one well not so much so let's uh let's let's get started derp are you ready Yep. All right. So, guys, I'm going to start with the Thursday games. I'm going to give you the game, the, the, the teams, the scores, and then I'm going to tell you how we picked. And then at the end, we're going to tally them up and see where we landed for this week's picks of the week. Uh, first game of the week was the Texans at the Patriots. Texans and Patriots. The Texans win this game. Derpy picks the Texans. Mike picks the Patriots. 20 to 9 Texans win that game. Fuck you, Bill Belichick. Uh, second game of the week, Seattle. Seattle versus the Vikings. Uh, Seattle wins this game 24-13. And both you guys, both you guys pick the Seahawks. Third game of the week, the Steelers in Tampa Bay. For whatever reason, Mike never picks the Steelers. Um, Steelers win, of course, 27-17. It's, you know... That's, that's all right, because every time you pick the Steelers or you don't pick the Steelers, they win. So See, I don't, exactly. don't, See, don't this explain. Is, this please. is why I do it. This Leave is it right why there. I do it. This is why I do it. Um, Steelers, of course, they win this game 27-17. Derpy picks the Steelers. Mike's picks the, Mike picks the Buccaneers. Derpy uh, has two wins, 
three wins. Mike has one win at this time. Their uh, next game is the Falcons and the Dolphins. The Falcons beat the Dolphins 19 to 3. Derpy picks the Falcons. Mike picks the Dolphins. Derpy grabs another win on that. Oh, I'm getting smoked. Uh, Packers, Bengals. Packers win 36 to 19. The most points scored this week, the 36 by the Packers. Derpy picks the Packers. Mike picks the Bengals. Mike, you, you, you're picking up right where you left off. I am, too. You know what? I'm okay with that, though. Uh, Lions-Giants. Lions win this game 21-16. to 16. Where are we at? Lions-Giants. He's both picked the Lions. Seems tied on that. Commanders-Browns. Washington wins 17-15. Um, Derpy picks the Commanders. Mike picks the Browns. It's like you try. How do you even get? How do you even? How do you even do so, this bad in the preseason? Where I was just, it's almost un, uh, impossible to pick teams I, in the I preseason. Just, I was just throwing names out, dude. No. Relax. Hold, hold yourself together. There's a lot. There's a lot of games left here. Cardinals beat the Giant. Or I'm sorry, the Broncos, eighteen to seven. Cardinals, eighteen. Broncos, seventeen. I'm sorry. Um, you both picked the Broncos. Ooh. Both took the uh, O on that one. Yeah, we both were trying to let, let's ride with, uh, with them, and it didn't work. Uh, Bears 23, Titans 17. Bears 23, Titans 17. Mike actually picked the Bears on this one. Derpy took the Titans. That's what I'm talking about. That's, that's a, there's, a, there's a rare move. There you go. There you go. Getting back in it, Mike. Get a nice little streak going, and you'll be just fine. Buffalo Bills. 23, the Indianapolis Colts, 19. Ian's both picked the Colts. Believe it or not, Ian's both picked the Colts. Two L's. Uh, Giant, or I'm sorry, the Jets over the Panthers, probably the most dominant performance of the week. A little concerned about the offensive line in New York, though. I was watching a little bit of uh, a little this morning, and they were yeah. saying that, you know, can this line keep Aaron Rodgers protected? That is going to be the question. But the Jets win this game 27 to nothing. Derpy picks the Jets. Mike picks the Panthers. Jaguars and Cowboys. Jaguars win 28 to 23. A lot of people, a lot of people putting them high up on the list this year. I, I put I put Trevor Lawrence up high on the list. I think putting the team high on the list is yet to be determined. I, I know that they got into the playoffs mm-hmm. last year. Uh it's going to be interesting. Again, I, I think that yeah. Trevor Lawrence is the real deal. I, I, I'm just not really sold on the on the Jaguars yet. I, I got to see a little I, bit more I, on the team. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I see what you're saying. Um, Jaguars. They, uh, Darby picked the Jaguars. Mike picked the Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's uh, next game. You know, it's preseason. It's preseason. You 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 got to get back it's in the swing. Yeah. You, you still got to get in the swing, Mike. Four games left, guys. The Ravens 20, the Eagles 19. A hell of a game. I, I had said this the other day when we were talking about them. I'm like, this is probably a game you're not going to want to miss. And uh, I, I hit it right on the head. The Ravens win this one, guys. 20 to 19. Both took the Ravens. Well, yeah, because they actually tried to win. Exactly. Games. Why wouldn't you pick yeah, the Ravens? Exactly. In you know, you just keep picking them. Someone I was watching, they were like, well, you want to try and, you know, do your best in the pre. You, you want to win. You want to win. 
And I was thinking, why? Why those games mean nothing? Why wouldn't you want to win during the regular season and take that more serious? And but you always got, you know, they want to the win scrubs. the preseason. So the scrubs, the scrubs want to win. Yeah. All right, where were we? See, it's both picked the Ravens in that game, so you're safe. Mm-hmm. All right, fellas, three games left. The Chargers played the Rams, the Battle of L.A. The Chargers win this one convincingly, 34-17. Derpy picks the Chargers. Mike picks the Rams. Two games left, Saints-Chiefs and then Raiders-49ers. Two good games. The New Orleans Saints come out with a win. Last uh, last moment field goal walk-off, if you will. The Saints win 26-24 over the Chiefs. Derpy picks – yeah. I was going to say real quick about that Saints game. Did anyone see what happened to their kicker? No. I seen him kick the <laughs> game like five, field goal. He was like really tiny. He got stopped multiple times before the game. The The security thought he was a fan. Yeah. They, they, yeah, they're like, where are your credentials? Why are you out on the field? He's like, no, I am the kicker. And they kept – they had to like, you know, get someone to say, yeah, he's actually the kicker. He's allowed out onto the field. And then he goes out and boots the game winner. You know what? I thought that about our kicker, that uh, BT Potter, that kid out yeah. of Clemson. Boy, did he look young and out of yeah, place. Yeah, like, like, who are you? What, sir? Why are you on the field? Are you drunk? <laughs> uh, the Saints, uh, they walk off with a field goal to win the game, 26-24. Derpy picks the Saints. Mike picks the, the Chiefs. Pick? You picked yeah. the Chiefs. <laughs> well, you know. And finally... Last game of the weekend, the Raiders and the 49ers, the hated Raiders. You know what? This 49ers team, and again, it's preseason, I know, but they, boy, they, they just look like they were, they, they look like us last year in the preseason. Everyone's kind of running into each other. And yeah, you just don't look, uh, you know, ready overall. Yeah, yeah. Shit the uh, Raiders win this game 34 to seven, and you both picked the Raiders. So I, I already took the liberty of tallying up the score before we went on. It's ugly, isn't it? It is ugly. I am a god at preseason predictions. Well, uh, let me let me just let me. It might not be as bad as I I was thinking. Let's see, Derpy, you won one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. You won thirteen games. Mike. There's a lot of games that you got, but Derpy had picked them as well. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. You picked the Seahawks for a win, but he picked the Seahawks. Yeah. You picked the Lions for the win, and he picked the Lions. So you won five games. But out of the games that you won where he didn't win, mm-hmm. let me take a quick look. You won one game that he <laughs> didn't win. You won the Bears game. The uh, – I don't even remember who they played. Bears and Titans. You got five correct, yeah. but it is it, when it comes down to the amount of games that you won where he didn't, it was just the Bears. But hey, Mike, as we say, it was preseason game one. It was preseason. Like, Derpy plenty was of time. Going, plenty of time to get better. Well, Derpy's just going through Hold picking. This preseason now. He's just going. Oh, I'm just going to take this all the teams. Mike. Derpy, you have a lot of L's on this show that I have not talked right, about. On, what so you saying about Derpy's chicken? <laughs> Derpy was like picking like it was like the regular season. But he got I'm just going, right. like, whose backups are going to try harder? But he got them all right. <laughs> he 
he's, he's doing something. Whatever you're doing, stop overthinking. You're over. You're, you're overthinking the whole thing. You know, I gotta dumb it down like Derpy. Does. You do. That is what. Yeah, I think Derpy is good. Yeah, I'm taking this team. Next girl, I'll take that team. I don't know. Derpy's asking, who's their quarterback? <laughs> like Derpy has this encyclopedic knowledge of four string quarter. He has like four string quarterback Rolodex. He can't tell you anything about the starters, but that four stringer, he knows who's gonna come in and ball out. Yeah, he is. He, he's kind of like a college um, football player, rookie NFL expert. Any one of these guys that come out of college, he he, he just has he has this. He, he, just knows like a, he just knows like these random players. Um, we got to go over to <laughs> baseball briefly before we start to wrap up. Here's the show, your crown, guys. Derby. Here's your crown. The give me oh, that the, crown. The, the crown. That. The crown. We don't start till regular season, but you, that gives you a little taste, Derpy. That gives you a little taste. It's dangling. Mike hasn't won a week in, 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 in forever, but yet he still holds the crown. I, I don't get it. It possessions nine-tenths of a loss, boy. Over to baseball. The Pirates had to play a doubleheader yesterday because their game uh, two nights ago got rain. They got postponed because of the rain. They play a doubleheader. They win the first game four to two over the Reds. Keller throws six innings, gives up five hits, one run run, has seven Ks. Bednar gets the save, and Triolo gets his first home run in the majors. Nice. Second game of the day, the Reds win this game six to five. Goes to ten innings. They do something I like now in uh, in baseball in extra innings. They put a automatic runner on second base to start the inning. I like it. I do too. You know, say he scores, and then the next time, you know, the next team comes up and they score, and then you go through that and go through that. I would rather do that than go through five innings of, of no scoring at all, get to the seventh inning, then finally somebody gets in and scores and wins the game. I like the automatic runner at second base. It speeds the game up. It gives it a little bit more excitement. Mm-hmm. Um, it came back to screw us over in the uh, the tenth inning last night for the Pirates. Pirates lose six to five and ten. Andre Jackson throws for 3.2, three point two three two third innings, gives up five hits, three earned runs, and has five strikeouts starting for the Pirates. Uh, Paguero hits a home run. Mike, here's one for you. Big stacks. It's two home runs yesterday in that game. I saw that. I was going through the box scores. I saw like, oh, people are like, oh, yeah, Brian Reynolds. Like that first game, he did nothing. But that second one, he had a nice little stat line. I was impressed. Like now we can just do this. Now now that we're out of contention. Yeah, he's picking it up. When every game was so important that you needed to win just that one game for whatever reason, he he managed to go 0 for 4, 0 for 5. Now the Pirates are 11 and a half out and pretty much have put themselves out of it. Brian Reynolds, big stacks. Reynolds comes through with two home runs in a game. This is what you're going to get, man. This, this is – the future looks good. Right now yeah. it does not look so good. No. no there, there's a lot of potential in this team. But I, I hate – I, I sound like a shill when I say that. There's a lot of potential, but there actually is. There's some, We're actually seeing it. There's, yeah. you know – evidence visual evidence that we have some good young players finally uh game one of three against the mets at city field starts tonight 7 10 both the mets and pirates are 53 and 65 you couldn't be any more even than these two teams are that doesn't go for their payroll but it does go for their record again both teams pirates and mets 53 and 65 mm. My, light, my lights turned out on me. Mike, do you want to go ahead and talk about the uh, website? Yes, I do. Yes. 2 Head on over there for all your 2 needs. 
Um, I noticed that we've had a lot of new subscribers recently. Yeah, so head on over there. If you want to watch us on YouTube, if you're already on YouTube, links there. But if not, head on over to WNJers with links to Spotify and a bunch of other good platforms where you can go back and just listen to us. All at twownjers.com. Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills are next in our crosshairs, guys. So the question of the day is going to be Buffalo Bills. We're going to do some Buffalo Bills trivia this week to round out the shows. Uh, you guys ready? Ready for a little Buffalo Bills trivia? I am ready for some Buffalo Bills trivia. Derpy? I am ready. Derpy. Ready, right. ready, ready. Here we go. Question of the day is this, fellas. Which Buffalo Bills player earned NFL Comeback Player of the Year in 1998? It was a big story. I, I would tend to think that Mike would probably know better what this answer would be. However, Derpy, he has, um, as I said, he, he has hidden infinite knowledge in there that um, most don't have. So he may, may know this as well. I would come back and give you a guess, but I, I'm, I'm pretty sure if I did, it would be uh, hook, line, and sinker at that point. So I'll think about it. Go ahead and think it over, guys. We are live seven days, Monday through Sunday, right here at 1130 every day. And the show that we do every day gets uploaded over on Spotify and podcast form at 8 o'clock p.m. So you just want to listen to the show, you know, put them in your earbuds, maybe hit the gym, take a walk. You could always listen to the show in podcast form. goes up 8 o'clock p.m. every day on Spotify. All right, fellas, the uh, question of the day is this is a Buffalo Bills question because this is who we play next. The question is, which Bills player earned NFL Comeback Player of the Year in 1998? 1998. Uh, do you guys have a – you guys doing okay with, with trying to figure it out, or do you want me to give you some kind of – again, if I, if, I, if I give the clues, I think that will give it away. Do what you want with that. All right, so I'm going to start with Mike. Mike, which Buffalo Bill earned Comeback Player of the Year in 1998? Is your mic not on, or are you just not talking? Wait, I still can't uh -oh. hear you. You want to send a smoke screen? Quarterback. Oh, there you go. Okay. Jim Kelly, sorry. Sorry, I had to talk to the kid, and I, I muted it, and yeah. Jim right, Kelly. So Jim Kelly is your pick. Yeah. You, is that your final answer? Yeah, yeah. It, did, did you guys hear me when I talked about the uh, website? Yeah. Okay. So the website. Muted. Yeah, yeah. Okay, then I must have bumped it afterwards. My bad, gentlemen. My bad. Derpy, which Buffalo Bills player earned NFL Comeback Player of the Year in 1998? Mike says Jim Kelly, another Western Pennsylvania guy. Another Hall of the Fame. The only quarterback. quarterback to lose four Super Bowls in a row. And you're going to go with Jim Kelly as well. Jim Kelly. All right. Which Bills player or an NFL comeback player of the year in 1998? You guys are correct. It was the quarterback. However, at that time, Jim Kelly had already retired. And oh. this quarterback comeback oh. player of the year was Doug Flutie. Doug Flutie. Flutie what? Flakes. What the hell did Flutie get comeback player of the year for? Being a because, Yeah. Well, he was there. You know, he was the guy during in the late 90s until Drew Bledsoe took over, but, uh, or vice versa. I think Drew Bledsoe and then Doug Flutie came. But remember, he came and he, he, uh, Doug Flutie, the Flutie Flakes, he was 
trying to help the kids and um, you know the sick kids and this and that and all the proceeds from that cereal went to the, the it was just this big story in the late 90s with Doug Flutie he came out of Boston College he was a little guy he was supposed to be a, a you know a decent quarterback then he ends up going and playing in the USFL or one of these these off leagues but yes for, for about six minutes in the late 90s Doug Flutie was a big story Little guy, big story, but he was the comeback player of the year in 1998, guys. Doug Flutie. Yeah, he wasn't a bad pick. Jim Kelly was not a bad pick. Of course, uh, he ended up getting cancer later. Yeah, Jim that's Kelly what I, I thought. It. Yeah, I couldn't remember maybe if he that's had what cancer during his playing were. year. Yeah, because I knew he, he battled cancer numerous times. And that, that, my first thing, as soon as you said Jim Kelly, I knew that's the, the thought yep. process there. Mm -hmm. But um, yesterday was OJ, first Hall of Famer from Buffalo. Today is Doug Flutie, the comeback player of the year from 1998. We're gonna we're gonna learn. If we don't learn, we're gonna certainly remember some things about the Buffalo Bills this week and the Buffalo Bill trivia. Um, Mike, you got anything before we start getting ready to take off? Uh God, let's go Steelers. It's almost time for another week of preseason games. I can't wait. Let's go. I, I can't wait till next week, too, because they, like I said, they played this whole way through the weekend, all the way to Monday. And then we play Thursday the following, you know, the, the couple of days later. So once we blow through this five-day football, NFL football weekend, we only have a couple of days to the Steeler game, the uh, the last Steeler game of the season, preseason. So I'm looking forward to that. Derpy, any thoughts before we get ready to take off? Um, The Buffalo Bills are the only team in the NFL to lose four straight Super Bowls. Very true. Do you, do you really think they'll ever do something? I think at some point they will, and this might be the guy to get it done for them. But uh, again, I'm just I'm just not overwhelmed with them yet. I mean, a team like Kansas City is a team that really takes you away. But on the other hand, I think that any given year, you know, any team giving the right circumstances can uh, do really well. So you know, it's just it's, we're gonna have to see. We're gonna have to wait it out, watch how the season plays out. You never know. Uh, yeah. um, Allen could blow his knee out in week three, yeah. and we you know they could be having big problems. You know, as as you would say, Derpy, or something similar, this is why you play the game, you know? Yeah, and just remember, Derpy, the Steelers had 40 years of futility, you know, from their inception until their first Super Bowl. Then we had another long stretch of futility from the last four to the, these two. So anything can happen in the NFL. A lot of people forget to say, I mean, last Super Bowl we won was 08. Yeah. That's 15 years yeah. ago already. Yeah. Won a Super Bowl ago. in 15 years? Yeah. We are Burn due. down the city. Can't stay healthy. Do we are due. Ay, ay, ay. I do want to say thank you for checking us out, everybody. We do appreciate each and every one of you. As always, for Mike, Derpy, myself, the two dumb users, everybody have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. See ya. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs>